Hey there, Amplifiers. Thank you for tuning in. And you're tuned in to a cool, special interview. We have a guest who's been on Growth Amplifiers before and now has continued to cultivate and amplify his message, taking it to the masses. I'm really excited to hear some of the things that he has uh, put into action since last we connected. And I'm glad to have David back here. He's a true amplifier. He has some amazing content that he's produced. Um, he is the founder of Contractor Exit Strategy. And David, welcome to Growth Amplifiers. Nice to have you back. It's good to see you again, Kenny. Let's take a quick moment, you know, I'm just to get people tuned in. You help contractors who are looking to exit. If you could, in the nutshell, give us an idea of who you help and how you help them. You can see I'm in my 60s. And just to be clear, 60 is the new 40. Let's just set that as the uh, the baseline, all right? Mm-hmm. So I do a number of public presentations. And look, I'm looking at my own transition plan. You know, what's the next chapter look like? So I've been bringing up on these association meetings, you know, what's your transition plan? Asking, and I work with building contractors, remodeling contractors, people in the construction industry. I'm asking, what's your transition strategy? And honestly, I'm being met by silence. And they're looking at me and like, well, I'm too busy. Haven't gotten around to it. Uh, Not sure. Oh, I thought about it. And there's very little, if any, industry training. So I became an exit planning advisor and began to understand, you know, what is involved. And guess what? There are a lot of moving parts. So... As I've been speaking with people, the the general rule is, you know, you build with the end in mind, but everybody, most small business owners, I'm going to call what I'm Main Street, which is companies under 5 million a year in annual revenue, Mm -hmm. when 95% of the companies in the country are under $5 million in annual revenue. But that's what drives the economy. These are community-based businesses, working in the community, supporting the community, and guess what? At least in construction, this work will never be outsourced, ever. It's not right. going anywhere. AI will never replace, all right, what a contractor does in your home. So to me, I got just inspired. And it was based on our earlier conversation about, you know, how do I duplicate myself? And so suddenly, I can now look at a transition roadmap. And I can not only share that with a potential contractor, but I could almost train somebody, you know, because there are moving parts, there's specific pieces to this. And then I went in and identified three different succession strategies. There's more than one. And now how do you fit the succession strategy, which guess what? We are all going to leave the business. All right. So no rush. But I'll tell people, you know, five to seven years, you know, because how do you create a business that doesn't depend on you? So you asked me a question. I'm going off on all these little runways here. No, I appreciate so, that. So so just taking a step back, you know, when, when we connected, I think it was earlier in this year, we were talking about, you know, what is that next step? And yeah. one of the things that I was highlighting that I, I've been focusing on is simplify and scale. And you have this this 
great, amazing history and experience and knowledge. And one of the the mindsets that we can get into is like, uh, I I can't train other people to do this. Uh, it's going to be too hard. I don't even know if I want to. And then we talked about what if we did things differently? And the cool thing is, you know, a lot of people get an idea and say, hmm, flash in the pan, boom. The cool thing is you heard the idea, you got inspired, and then you ran with it. And you just got done putting together an event that yeah. is that is transforming contractors' lives, their families' lives around the country. I'd love to hear a bit more about that event. And, and I just applaud you taking a little bit of fanning the flame and then you running with it. That's amazing and awesome. You inspired it, you know, cool. because we're talking about, I've got a consulting business and you look, it's based on 25 years of being in the, being a general contractor in the industry. And at there's at a certain point, there's some intuition involved because when I speak with people and you do the same thing, perhaps you can almost hear it in people's voice. What else is going on? Tell me more. Mm -hmm. And because I sat in that owner's chair, I know what's, I have a good idea of the struggles. And guess what? Every day is different. If people have a tough day, I can tell, don't worry, tomorrow will be different. I can't tell you if it'll be better, but I know in construction, it'll be different. Every day is different. So it was relating that understanding and give people shortcuts. How do we address this? problem clients, problem employees, problem trade contractors, delays, upsets. And there is, there, there's a way to do this. And you manage the client's experience. You asked me, you know, how do you transfer? How do you, you compartmentalize what I've done? And that was the answer I didn't have, which is, I don't know how to compartmentalize that. That's after, you know, 30 some years of experience in the industry. But what can be compartmentalized is a transition and succession plan. And that came from our conversation, which is, you know, I can take an element of this, which every business owner is going to approach. And I can begin to then not only identify each part, but I can scale it. And in all honesty, I created an event. It was two weekends ago. And it was 20 companies attended, flew into Denver, and um, started with a welcome reception on Wednesday night, and then all day Thursday, all day Friday, and reviewed first transition planning, brought in a speaker speaking about employee assessments. Are we getting people in the right seats? And how do we develop key performance indicators? How do we monitor and manage expectations. And then I had three different succession speakers. One is a business broker. Do you sell to a third party? How do you sell to a third party? How's the company valued? How do we arrive at a fair valuation? The issue is with Main Street businesses, with 95% of them under 5 million, in most cases, you don't have a robust market. This is a community-based business. You don't have investment banks. You don't have venture capitalists. You're too small. So the third-party broker, people think, I'll just sell my business. You may or may not, all mm. right? Do you have a friendly competitor, all right? 
And remember, this is 30, 35 years of your reputation and work. Is the person who's replacing you, will they embrace this with the same commitment that you have? And that's that's a lot to consider. It's a lot to consider. A lot to consider because you don't want somebody to destroy. And it's happened. So the third, second speaker was um, uh, an employee uncooperative and reviewing the basics of can you take your company and offer a cooperative to key employees who buy in. And once you create the cooperative, it's one member, one share, one vote. So you're creating a community-based business model. But now you've got to take employees and train them to think like an owner. And that takes time. But the employee-owned cooperative, this is what they do, of working with employees to begin thinking like an owner, take on management responsibilities, and share in the profits. And then the last one is was an SBA business broker. How does a business owner approach SBA financing? What do they want to see? How do you do it? And the key part of this was, at least in construction, 75% of businesses will transfer to an employee or, or family member. They don't have money. But we demonstrated how you can create what's called an employee performance bonus. But instead of giving cash based on that performance, you give future equity. Hey there, this is Kenny from Growth Amplifiers, here to ensure you get your awesome ideas into action to grow and improve your business and achieve your full potential. Take the first step by visiting growthamplifiers.com and clicking the Start Here button. Take the assessment to get your personalized score. Then select from free resources to learn how to improve your score. Don't wait. Be proactive and take action now by visiting growthamplifiers.com and clicking the Start Here button. And always keep on amplifying. Now, let's get back to the show. So let's say you add, based on performance, they get 10% of company ownership. This year, do be transferred later. Another 10% next year. So two years from now, um, SBA will recognize that as equity. And they'll finance for this employee with 20% of equity up to 80% of the purchase price. So you've given then people who really know the company an opportunity to buy. That's that's a long, that's a long answer to your question. No, that's that's beautiful. I really appreciate you sharing that big picture because number one, all those speakers and those ideas and those concepts, regardless of what industry you're in, as you mentioned earlier on, at some point in time, we all have a transition out. It's part of the journey. And when is the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago, well, we don't have a flux capacitor. The only thing we can (laughs) better do is at least now begin thinking what's going to happen in the future. Uh, You might see I've got more gray hair on my sides. You're ahead of me. Time flies when you're having fun. And it seems like my son, who just had his 12th birthday this weekend, was just born. So we know it goes quickly. You gave some great different ideas in that one workshop. And you took an idea and put it into action. I'll ask you this because other people might have these flashes of inspiration. How did you go from, you know, just having this idea then to 
I'm going to activate it and put it into action. What, how did you keep focused on that and made sure that you really brought it into fruition? There's a great question. There's a lot of moving parts in a live event. And I'm in a small consultants group. You know, Diane Gelson. Mm-hmm. And three or four of the people in that group have hosted live events. So they were my mentors. Mm-hmm. So here's what you're looking at. Here's a checklist. Here's a budget. And beginning to consider, you know, all these things. And another one, I don't know if you know Kyle Hunt. He laid out a timetable. This is what you're doing four months ahead. This is what you have to get done three months ahead, two months ahead. So they gave me the roadmap. And I was still, you know, it's a new event. I've got people flying in from around the country. So it's not only the cost to attend, but airfare and hotel. So not a minor investment. Right. Leaving their business, spending four days, if you have travel days on each end. But all I can tell you, what I didn't anticipate and what was wonderfully rewarding was the engagement. Mm. Because I saw, and remember, you have 25 business owners, 20 companies, but a couple people brought partners or spouses. They're all there for the same reason, which is what does this look like? And so now not only are they sharing time during the session, but meeting each other. And the level of engagement was remarkable. And people participating, um, you can only get that at a live event. And it's not only what happens in the sessions, but what happens during breaks, at lunch, you know, after the session ends on the first day. And so there was a remarkable dynamic that I saw take place where it's all people with a shared background. And these were all primarily building contractors. Now, one accountant came because she was interested and she brought a body shop owner because she knew he was in the same consideration. So she and he, the body shop owner, sat in also. It's still applicable. All right. And they jumped in with both feet. And it's just, there's a remarkable just exchange of of energy when you have people together who want to know more and who are there for a shared purpose. So that was a payoff that I did not see coming. I'm really delighted to hear that. You mentioned one other thing that I thought was really cool uh, about helping the existing team get equity some contractors have trouble keeping people around because if they're showing up just for a job then yeah they got a job but if they're they're help getting involved with building their company which may not be open for everyone but for the right people that's a different level and that creates a win-win yep so so many different things so i appreciate you carving out the time to give us an update and share the actionable takeaway from, you know, getting an idea and then running with it. Sometimes you don't have all the answers. Sometimes you don't know how it's going to work out, but you put it into action. You're able to learn. You see one step further. And I I would like to also thank you very much because when, when we connected for doing the breakthrough session, I was humbled to speak to you because I, I know that you have a lot more experience in some areas than I do. And you're very knowledgeable, but you were 
humble enough yourself to come in and, and to get a fresh perspective, to listen yeah. to ideas. And if you're listening to this now and you, you get in the mindset, oh, I know everything already. I don't have a blind spot. Um, who's this, who's this person can tell me or give me an idea. It's not about knowledge. It's about, we can't see our own blind spot. Sometimes we need a fresh perspective and a small tap on the shoulder can make a big, make a big difference. So David, thank you very much for opening that space to have that conversation when we first connected. And I'm just, it means the world to me to hear that it, that inspired some action. And obviously you deserve all the credit for turning that and producing that into something. But I, I just want to thank you for sharing that story. And I'd love for you to share your, your closing thoughts on the matter. Well, yeah, and, and you did inspire it because, you know, I can't duplicate what I do, but I can take a topic. And this was the topic that's become most meaningful. I just had a call with somebody, you know, before joining you. And 70 years old in Kansas City, Missouri, and has a daughter involved. How do you do this? And so even when I set up the program, I didn't know what the content would be. But it came together organically. It was just as I kept moving into the next step, it took shape. I didn't know the answer. I was wildly anxious. All right, comes and goes. Mm -hmm. But as I would speak with people, things would emerge, concepts would emerge. And so it it was it was nicely supported intuitively or as the program developed, because if you'd have asked me two months what the two months ago what the content was, I'd have been saying I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But it, but it it organically grew because I kept opening doors. All right. Thank you so much for sharing your time and for checking in. Uh, as a parting last thought. If you want to share anything that you you've learned on your journey that might be helpful for someone on theirs, what is something that you'd like to share? You know, it's it's you said it. You know, ideas are a dime a dozen. It's the pioneer that says, "What's the first step? Second step? Third step? And do I have the initiative, the gumption to do it?" And there's rewards along the way. So I could keep go I could keep doing on this because people would encourage me, or there were certain intuitive and intellectual rewards where it's like, that's it. When I heard about the employee uncooperative, it's like son, and one of my clients told me about it. I wasn't aware of this three months ago. And so suddenly it's like this is something that people are not aware of. So it's a nice self-fulfilling process but you got to jump in and jump into the unknown. And for those who may be interested to learn more about you and your company, where could they go and what should they do? So contractorexitstrategy.com. There's actually a, an exit assessment right on the website where you can evaluate where you are and what priorities might be. So they could go to that. And then my generic business consulting is uh, remodelforce.com. And that's where I truly work with owners on that transition roadmap 
in beginning to review some of these questions. What's coming up, your timing, what's involved, who are you thinking about, and all it is is a give and take of what's possible. David, you are a true amplifier. I appreciate you. And if you're tuning in, make sure you don't just get inspired. Be a pioneer. Take amplified action. That's how you amplify the world. Thank you very much, David. Appreciate you. Thank you. To show your support, take a moment to amplify this message by sharing it online. To connect with me or gain more business growth insights, visit www.growthamplifiers.com. Thank you for your support.